Hi, thank you for joining me. This is Neil Parks, your host for Paranormally Speaking. This week's episode, I'll be dealing with social media. Is it our enemy? Are we better for having it? Were we better when we didn't have it? It's too late now. It's everywhere. Everyone has it. Everyone uses it. Is it a uh, silent killer? Is it the Antichrist we've all been warned about? I'll dive deep into the different social media outlets, how it's corrupted the mainstream media, how it has polarized us so much that we can't even have a simple breaking of bread conversation around a table anymore to share our opinions and our thoughts on things without someone wanting to pull out a gun and shoot the other person for having a difference of opinion. It's a real screwed up society we live in now. I mean... Society's never been perfect. We've never been perfect. But we did have scruples. We did have tact. There was uh, such a thing as manners and etiquette. And we knew what not to say or how to behave in a public situation. Or how to treat one another accordingly. And those days are gone. There's no more filter. The gloves have come off. And I don't think they're ever going to go back on. We're probably just going to beat each other into oblivion until there's no man left standing. And there'll be true peace on earth once and for all when we're all dead. And all that remains is everything else that's alive around here except for mankind. So like I said, I'll be diving deep into social media, discussing Twitter, discussing Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Pinterest, TikTok... Uh, I guess pay homage and memoriam to social media outlets of the yesteryears like LiveJournal and MySpace and uh, Vine and, well, TikTok used to be called something else. Now it's TikTok and it's the biggest thing out. Everyone seems to be an armchair expert about everything on social media. You've got people who, without a PhD, are giving you their opinions and advice on whether or not to take the vaccination that seems to be clearing up the problem with the pandemic. But we still have the pandemic because there's another group of people that get online and offer their expertise about how invaluable mask wearing really is and pointless it is and how you can't breathe with it. Uh, Ignoring the fact that there are surgeons who spend eight plus hours wearing masks, performing surgery every day, and none of them are dropping from lack of oxygen. Or you've got your your uh, foreign affairs experts who sit and offer their opinions and ideas and expert advice on the turmoil in Afghanistan or how we should handle illegal immigrants or uh, current events experts, how we should handle abortion and Uh, when it's okay to have an abortion or why you should never have an abortion or um, whether or not gays should still be allowed to get married or if the election was fraudulent, how they know it was fraudulent, yet they have nothing to show for it, just a bunch of bullshit opinions. So just bear with me. Uh, This will be an in-depth and fun study into the human psyche. 
Please stand by for an important message from our sponsor. Imagine no longer being tied down to your computer, but having the freedom to take live talk radio with you anywhere you go. TalkStream Live introduces our first ever iPhone application. The talk shows you follow now follow you. And your iPhone is now the fastest and easiest way to stay connected to the best talk radio on the Internet. Listen to live talk shows 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Mobile talk radio from TalkStream Live. Now available in the iTunes App Store. Does everyone remember when conspiracy theories used to be fun and lighthearted? And it was always something about, oh, the government's covering up UFOs or the scientific community doesn't want you to know the truth about Bigfoot or the Loch Ness Monster or the government is covering up crop formations and what really causes them or the JFK assassination. That was an inside job from the CIA and the mafia because of information that JFK was going to release about the truth in regards to UFOs and that's why they killed Marilyn Monroe and then civil rights leader Martin Luther King Jr. was killed by the government along with Bobby Kennedy. I mean these were these were commonplace and of course shows like the X-Files popularized it and made it part of a subculture, a cult-like following. And it was all fun and games. You know, there were tons of websites floating around for a while about all this stuff. And fun to write about. You know, I've written about these things for uh, a couple of decades now, in fact. And it was it was good to sit around and say, hey, you know, there's a possibility that uh, uh, humans are getting abducted. And there's an agreement between uh, elitists within our government, the powers that be, and alien conspirators that are popping up and saying, hey, we'll uh, share our technology with you if you let us take a few people here and there to test on him. Yeah, that was, that was kind of like, oh yeah, wow, the X-Files, they know. They're showing it. They're slowly letting it seep into our subculture. But now conspiracy theories are just batshit crazy. It's gone way beyond just your typical rabbit hole. I mean, we've got conspiracy cults that are actually committing acts of terror and storming the capital and committing insurrection and operating within our government now. Elected officials that are a part of conspiracy cults like QAnon, like white supremacy groups and organizations that preach conspiracy as part of their theology, that there's some sort of an underlying minority sect within the Democratic Party that drinks the blood of infants and uh, is involved in a child sex ring and the Clintons are involved in all this and they had uh, people killed for decades to cover this up and these people truly believe that to be actual fact and that is corroding social media with Nonsense such as this and misinformation and outright lies. It's become lethal. And then it goes on to the earth is flat. And there are people grabbing onto that as absolute fact. Or that the vaccine contains things that no one knows what it is. It can hurt you. You better not take it. Don't put it in your body. But at the same time, these people who preach this also eat hot dogs and other processed meats and no one knows what the hell's in that but they're filling their faces full of it all the while saying don't take the vaccine there's microchips in it 
Bill Gates going to block out the sun and he's going to force everyone to fall to his will and use solar energy only but how will solar energy work if he blocks out the sun and how can a human being block out the freaking sun Uh, unless he's Lex Luthor or some sort of a supervillain from fictitious comic books and cartoons it's a work of fiction maybe even Dr. Evil from Austin Powers and they the same group of people claiming the election was stolen uh, when there are people on each side of the aisle, Republicans and Democrats, and even neutral agencies that have investigated and ripped everything to shreds to get to the bottom of the election, the results, was it, valu- was it viable, was it accurate? And they came to the same conclusion. Even Republican, prominent Republican members in Congress are saying, no, the election was accurate. Joe Biden won, Trump lost, let's move on as a nation. But then, you know, January 6th, Trump sent his conspirator cult to the steps of Capitol. And there have been about eight to nine deaths linked to that day. And the Republicans still want to go on and on about Benghazi. Which I guarantee uh, most of the people who utter the name and the word Benghazi, you put a map in front of their dumb ass and say point to where Benghazi is. They're going to think, well, I thought Benghazi was a guy. Or they're not going to know where the hell Benghazi is located. So I, I'm over Benghazi. Um, I was over it when it happened. <clears throat> yeah, four Americans died. But a lot more have died as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic that these armchair conspirator warriors keep holding up their signs and saying is a hoax. Our own president at the time, Trump, said it was a hoax and he was vaccinated. He had his vaccination and still called it a hoax. We still have people in Congress that are loyal to Trump and his Trumpism and the, the cult of personality who have their vaccinations and still doubt that the vaccine works or that you really need it. And they're overriding mandates to prevent people from being forced to wear masks. And everyone's like, well, a year ago, you know, it was a lot better as far as the count of people with COVID cases. And uh, it just goes to show you that, uh, you know, it's, it's getting worse under Biden. No, it's getting worse because you assholes refuse to wear a mask. Whereas a year ago, It was commonplace to wear a mask, and the government was on board with it, including the Republicans. And now they just want to throw all this shit on Biden, like with Afghanistan. And that was something, yet again, a chess piece put into play by the Trump administration. And when the levy broke, it broke under Biden's jurisdiction and his watch, therefore putting the ball in his court and making him look like the inept one. This is the games these people play. You're rooting for a guy who launched an insurrection against our government, his own nation, who said that windmills cause cancer, who said to inject yourself with bleach to help fight COVID, who posted links on his Twitter account stating that 5G technology will brainwash you and saying that there were microchips in the vaccinations 
and help launch an anti-vaccination movement. That is cult 45. There's not a, a good thing, a damn good thing that he did for us while he was president other than create such a strong movement of polarization to where we can't even come to a table and have a discussion. Topics are off the table. Dangers of Infowars and Fox News and Newsmax. Misinformation cults. And for some reason, they still want to argue that Sandy Hook never happened, that it was all paid actors who pretended that there was a shooting and the children died and still demand to see the death certificates of said children that died in a mass shooting because they think that we're going to infringe upon their precious Second Amendment right. Most of these dumbasses can't even name another amendment besides the Second Amendment. There are dozens of other amendments to the Constitution. There are many more, and they just want to say don't tread on me and bear arms, take an AK-47 to Kroger or to the pharmacy, but they don't want to get a vaccine because they say God will protect them, that their body is strong enough to fight off this virus, but God won't protect them in Kroger or at a pharmacy, so they have to take an AK-47 to protect themselves? Which is it? What exactly is it you're trying to prove? Misinformation and lies, disinfo, is doing nothing but separating us further from the truth. All of this is thrown out and you're grabbing onto it like breadcrumbs and we're fighting with each other over absolute nonsense and bullshit while the powers that be and the orchestrators of this puppet show are sitting back and laughing and smoking their Cuban cigars while we fight over table scraps. How dumb can you be? I'll be right back after this message. Social media has allowed us to become ugly, horrible bullies to one another. It's allowed us the opportunity and the format to get behind a monitor and get on our keyboard and say the most vile, horrid things we would normally never say to a person face to face. This thing, this thing called the golden rule Hell, I'll take it a step further. Um, Do unto others as you would want them to do unto you. And as a child, I was taught, if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. Now, that was the 70s and 80s philosophy of of teaching and, and bringing up someone to be a decent human being in society. And now, in the palm of our hands, we can verbally eviscerate a total stranger without any repercussions. Uh, You can bully someone into suicide, and unless you're caught in the act and texts match up, you serve no penalty, no consequence for it. Uh, That is unless, of course, it is caught in the World Wide Web, the net, and it shows your messages saying, go ahead, kill yourself. Go ahead, do it. Like what happened to that young girl about a year ago who was sentenced to prison for encouraging an ex-boyfriend to take his own life. Thus, online bullying. Online bullying has led to countless people from the LGBTQ community to take their own lives because they have no one to lean on 
to explain or to accept the feelings they have, to understand what they're going through as a person, as a human being. And total strangers and those that they go to class with will bully them and torture them face to face to a certain extent. And then they get really bad online and they put the bring these people to the point of self-destruction and it just gets uglier and uglier and there's no consequence for this. We live in a society where we're as nasty to one another as the the basketball wives documentary or mockumentary or whatever you want to call that. Reality TV has just made us nasty, nasty people. Where we pop off at the mouth because those people do it professionally. That's scripted for the most part. And they'll throw drinks in each other's faces on the real world. Or they'll tell each other to go jump up their own ass and the show the Kardashians or keeping up with the Kardashians, whatever you call it. The nastiness and the the inhumanity of the way that they handle one another and handle themselves. Drunken fights on real housewives. Drunken fights and and pulling of hair and clawing one another and fighting and having the camera in your face on MTV's The Real World or Survivor on CBS, Big Brother on CBS. Just the nasty underbelly and the worst of us all being broadcast and showcased as if it's some kind of a trend. And the horrible online bullying with apps like TikTok and social media platforms like Twitter, just the horrible things people say to celebrities or the horrible things total strangers say to someone who just wants to post a fun video, like maybe they're too fat to be doing the dance they're doing or they look a certain way or they have a handicap and some total stranger will come along and piss in their Wheaties and ruin their day by just saying something off the cuff that's completely cruel and unusual and absolutely unnecessary. Bo... Burnham said it best when he asked the question when did we decide that everybody everywhere on earth can have an opinion about everything at every time everywhere and say it whenever they want no matter what and he took it a step further and said why don't we ask the question that is why doesn't everyone just shut the F up Please hold for an important message from one of my sponsors. Roswell, UFOs, flying saucers, alien abduction. Are we alone? Information regarding this and many other questions about the unknown are only a click away at www.theufostore.com. Theufostore.com offers hundreds of DVDs about UFOs, aliens, crop circles, conspiracies, Bigfoot, suppressed science, ancient mysteries. Log on to www.theufostore.com and request a free UFO store catalog. Theufostore.com, the largest selection of UFO products on the Internet. Why do people believe in conspiracy theories? It seems that every family has an Uncle Joe, the guy who goes on and on about conspiracy theories at the holiday dinner table. The 9-11 attack was orchestrated by the government. The moon landing was filmed in Hollywood. Lee Harvey Oswald did not act alone in the Kennedy assassination. And don't get me started on global warming. Record low temperatures this Christmas and you expect me to believe in a world that's actually getting warmer? Give me a break. 
Maybe we should just give Uncle Joe a break, or at least try to understand where he's coming from. Why do some people believe in conspiracy theories anyway? This is exactly the question posed by British psychologist Karen Douglas and her colleagues in a recent article in the journal Current Directions in Psychological Science. The researchers found that the reason for believing in conspiracy theories can be grouped into three categories. Number one, the desire for understanding and certainty. Number two, the desire for control and security. And number three, the desire to maintain a positive self-image. They look at each of these three motives in turn. The desire for understanding and certainty, seeking explanations for events, is a natural human desire. We are constantly asking why things happen the way they do. Why does it have to rain the day I want to go out? Why did she give me the cold shoulder like that? Why can't you understand what I'm trying to tell you? And we don't just ask questions. We also quickly find answers to those questions. Not necessarily the true answers, but rather answers that comfort us or that fit into our worldview. Or not necessarily a global view, because so many people that are conspiracy theorists have more of a local, if not regional view. And they believe that their local perspective and regional perspective affects the overall global perspective. The problem with that is you can't understand what I'm saying because you're just not listening. We all harbor false beliefs, that is, things we believe to be true, but in fact are not. For example, if you believe Sydney is the capital of Australia, you are a victim of a false belief. But once you are confronted with the fact that Canberra is the capital of Australia, you'll readily change your mind. After all, you were simply misinformed and you're not emotionally invested in it. Conspiracy theories are also false beliefs by definition, but people who believe in them have a vested interest in maintaining them. First, they put some effort into understanding the conspiracy theory explanation for the event, <clears throat> whether by reading books, going to websites, or watching TV programs that support their beliefs. For example, Fox News. Uncertainty is an unpleasant state, and conspiracy theories provide a sense of understanding and certainty that is comforting to those. The desire for control and security is the second label. People need to feel they're in control of their lives. For instance, many people feel safer when they are the driver in the car rather than the passenger. Of course, even the best drivers can get into accidents for reasons beyond their control. Likewise, conspiracy theories can give their believers a sense of control and security. This is especially true when the alternative accounts feel threatening. For example, if global temperatures are in fact rising catastrophically due to human activity, then I'll have to make painful changes in my comfortable lifestyle. But if pundits and politicians assure me that global warming is a hoax, then I can maintain my current way of living. This kind of motivated reasoning is an important component in conspiracy theory beliefs. And the third example, the desire to maintain a positive self-image. Research shows that people who feel socially marginalized are more likely to believe in conspiracy theories. We all have a desire to maintain a positive self-image which usually comes from the roles we play in life. 
that being our jobs, our relationships with family and friends, when we know we make a positive difference in the lives of others as parent, spouse, friend, teacher, or mentor, we see our own lives as worthwhile and we feel good about ourselves. But say Uncle Joe is on disability and hasn't worked for years. He feels socially excluded. However, he does have plenty of time to surf the internet for information about conspiracy theories. And he can chat online with others who hold similar beliefs. Thus, belief in conspiracy theories gives Uncle Joe a sense of community. Furthermore, his research in conspiracy theories has given him a sense that he is the holder of privileged knowledge. Most people who believe global warming is real or that vaccines are safe don't do so because they understand science. Rather, they trust the experts. And so when Uncle Joe starts trotting on out all the evidence against global warming, it can be difficult to make reasonable counter-arguments. All you've got is the feeling that the conspiracy theory seems too complicated to be true. But from Uncle Joe's perspective, it's clear he knows more about the subject than you do. In sum, we have a good understanding of what motivates people to believe in conspiracy theories. That is, they do so because of three basic needs. We all have to understand the world around us, to feel secure and in control, and to maintain a positive self-image. But do conspiracy theory beliefs actually help people satisfy these needs? Studies have found that when college students are exposed to conspiracy theories, they show an increased sense of insecurity. This has led some researchers to conclude that conspiracy theory belief is self-defeating. However, as Douglas and her colleagues point out, most college students have little motivation to believe in conspiracy theories in the first place. What's really needed, they argue, are some carefully designed studies that directly examine those who already believe in conspiracy theories. Regardless of the outcome of these future studies, the real question for us now is how to deal with the Uncle Joe in our life. You may offer counter-evidence in an attempt to convince him to give up his conspiracy theories, but you're unlikely to succeed. This is because you are arguing facts while Uncle Joe is defending his sense of security and his positive feelings about himself. And for the rest of us, self-image trumps facts every time. Available to order now, my first audiobook, Neil Parks Presents Truly Terrifying Tales, narrated by me. It's ready to order and download on bandcamp.com. My other books, of course, are always available to order on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and Lulu.com. You can also order t-shirts that I designed that I normally sell at conventions, festivals, lectures, and my book signings. I always have the 9-inch tall 3D printed Bigfoot silhouettes available, and last spring my first children's book was released. It was written by my good friend and fellow author, R.L. Walker. I illustrated this book and it was a major shift in gears for me, considering that my writing and art style has always been dark and scary. To order any of what I just mentioned, you can also go to my email, which is parksparanormal at gmail.com. That is parksparanormal at gmail.com. Standing by. When it comes to misinformation and outright lies, we have the likes of Sean Hannity to thank, Tucker Carlson, 
um, Ann Coulter, Rush Limbaugh, may he rot in hell, and that son of a bitch we had for president for four years, Donald Bonespurs Trump. You see, I'm being nasty. I'm being nasty by saying that, but when you are a boil on the ass of society and you behave as a cancer which eats away at the fabric of decency in America and you launch anarchy with misinformation and outright lies and disinfo and the likes of InfoWars and that prick bastard that runs that who turned millions of his listeners against the victims of Sandy Hook, against the victims of the Boston bombing, against the victims of several other mass shootings, calling the shootings themselves staged, calling them flag events, just a way for the pseudo-liberal left to manipulate gun laws and use that as a way to string up the masses. And, and lying about mass shootings at schools when, in fact, these things did happen. They did, in fact, happen. Reality shows us that they happened. But in the world of make-believe, with these lunatics having a podium to speak from, I don't know what's more dangerous, that or the fact that we allow these people to have power. Our country, or... I'd say it's our world, mankind as a whole, has a tendency to, to allow the absolute worst of us to lead and the absolute best of us forced to follow. And unless you've got a trust fund or a hedge fund somewhere, you're not going to get a leadership role that really matters. You might get a middle management position and tell a few grunts what to do or fight for the rights of a few disenfranchised here and there. But unless you've got billions in the bank into your name, you're never really going to be able to make a difference because the powers that be and the elite, the corrupt, do not want our voices to be heard. People like myself to truly make a difference, to shake up the system, to rattle the cage, to get people to wake the hell up and realize that all this infighting, that this resistance and this corrosion of society is not the doing of the Republicans or the doing of the Democrats. It's the lack of self-decency and ethics and morals and respect and integrity. And even though the Democrats are not perfect, they're effing trying, man. They are really trying to fight the good fight for the little men. For the most part, like I said, they're not perfect, but they sure as hell are doing a lot more than the Republican Party, the current Republican Party we have in power. It's a fascist regime, no matter how you slice it. I'm Neil Parks. I've said all I can say about this. Only so many of you will listen. Only so many of you will be able to hear the message. Only so many of you will agree. And I know I'll probably be getting a lot of hate messages from those that don't truly know me, and that's fine. I've received hate mail for decades. I'm a big boy. I can take it. I could also go toe-to-toe with anyone in a debate. 
a battle of wits because I always come armed. And those that try to step to me with a lack of information, there's always a 50-50 chance of me convincing that person. And by the time they walk away, they realize, oh my God, he does have an understanding. He does know how to handle the situation and make it better. Why don't we do that? Why don't we listen to him? Why don't we think of things from that perspective? I am by no means perfect. I don't preach that I am. I don't claim to be. But there is a thing called deductive reasoning and logical thought. And I happen to be riddled with that. It's a curse and a blessing. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Paranormally Speaking. Please join me next week for more of the strange, the unusual, the bizarre, the unknown, and the normal that is, paranormally speaking, what I normally speak of. Have a great rest of the week. I hope you enjoy fall. Halloween is upon us. Halloween is essentially my first Christmas. Thank you. God bless. Good night. Good day. Whatever time of the day it is you're listening to this. And just remember, be good to each other. Be good to yourselves. And when you're streaming or you're online watching a video or you happen to be upon TikTok and you see a rando fat girl or a person with Down syndrome doing a video or dancing in a video or some fat guy, stop with the harsh comments. If you don't have any positive feedback to offer this person who's put themselves out there, move the hell on and get a hobby. Read a book. Do something constructive. Stop being destructive. We've had entirely too much of that plaguing our society. Do better. I know I'll try. Thank you so much. Neil Park signing out.